Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. Life Study emphasizes the capital L life that can be found in the scriptures. Jesus himself said in John 6:63, "The words I have spoken to you are spirit and are life." This is the fruit of over 70 years of ministry by Watchman Nee and Witness Lee. Watchman Nee began his ministry in China in the 1920s and it continued until his imprisonment and eventual martyrdom in the 1970s. Witness Lee brought this ministry to the United States in 1962 and began speaking these life-study messages in 1974, completing it in 1995. To find out more, you can visit our website, lifestudy.com. Again, that's lifestudy.com. Now, let's join today's program. The cover, or roof, of the tabernacle was made of four distinct layers, each of which are definite types of the various aspects of Christ. As God's dwelling place with man, surely the tabernacle typifies Christ. But the sides of the tabernacle point us not only to Christ, but also to us, the believers. We see that for God's dwelling place, He needs us, the redeemed believers. Stay with us on today's Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee. This program is furnished by Living Stream Ministry, and again today we'll bring you recorded portions from the spoken ministry of Witness Lee. Today's program comes from 1980 in the life study in the book of Exodus, and joining us for this wonderful life study today, once again, is Francis Ball. Francis, welcome back to the program. Very glad to be here. Francis, we spent the last couple of days considering the four layers of covering that helped to compose the tabernacle. Each of these layers typifies a different aspect of Christ. Maybe you could give us a brief review of these four. They're really marvelous pictures that we've been seeing. They really are marvelous. And the first layer, as I recall, was of fine linen. And the second layer was of goat's hair. And the third layer of ram skins dyed red. And the fourth outer layer was porpoise skins. That first layer typifies Christ as a perfect and complete human being. And the second layer uh, typifies him as the one who was made sin for us and who died on the cross for our sins. And the third layer typifies him as the one who accomplished redemption to meet both God's need and our need. And the fourth layer typifies him as the one who is strong toward the enemy and who is able to resist all the enemy's attacks. And we see how all these aspects depicted in these four layers really are Christ himself, as you mentioned in the introduction. Francis, this point that uh, the covering over the tabernacle is altogether Christ in all of his aspects, we really don't see uh, us there at all, do we? That's right. It's altogether Christ, and we don't have any part in the layers of this covering. This covering is absolutely and thoroughly Christ himself. But now today we're going to come to the walls of the structure of the tabernacle itself, or the building itself. And for this matter, we have a whole different aspect, another aspect, and we very much are included. And by we, I mean all of the believers corporately in Christ. Let's read uh, as an introduction here a couple of verses from Exodus 26, verse 15 first. And you shall make the boards for the tabernacle 
of acacia wood standing up. And then verse 29. And you shall overlay the boards with gold and make their rings of gold as holders for the bars. And you shall overlay the bars with gold. So the boards are made of acacia wood and they're overlaid with gold. Let's join Witness Lee for the first portion of another marvelous life study that we have from Exodus. In uh, revealing the building up of the tabernacle, the first thing that was revealed was the covering from the top. This is altogether against the human way. When people talk about any building, they talk about from the foundation, from the bottom, then the wall, or the pillars, then the roof. But the divine record is just vice versa. It talks about the roof first, from above. The human way is from the bottom. The divine way is from the above. About the roof, a kind of a fuller roof. The roof, the covering of the uh, habitation of God in the wilderness was of four layers. From within, what the first layer? Fine linen. Second, goat's hair. Third, ramskin, the right ramskin. Okay, the fourth, purple skin. In these four layers, could you find any hint that the believers are involved? Of course, all the covering is a type. All the covering with four layers is a type of Christ. That's Christ. The first layer is Christ. And the second layer is Christ. And the third layer is Christ. And the fourth layer is Christ. We cannot take part in, and we cannot be a part of the covering that is absolutely, thoroughly, wholly, fully Christ himself. Under this roof, under this covering, you have what? The wall of the tabernacle. The wall, W-A-L-L, wall. And this wall is acacia wood overlaid with gold. In all these boards are the Believers included? Yes. Say, yes. you have to see Charlie. Yes. Not only included, the believers are not only included in this wall, but the wall is composed with all the believers. This is why we have the boldness to say that the tabernacle does not only typify the individual Christ, but the corporate Christ. The believers are the components of the tabernacle wall on three sides, north, south, and west, under the covering of Christ. These boards are under the covering of the fuller covering, which is 
Christ himself. Francis, after the detailed record of these four layers that made up the covering or roof of the tabernacle, Exodus then goes on to the wall of the tabernacle. The covering was just Christ himself. Nothing natural of the believers is seen there. But what about the walls, Francis? Can man be seen in the walls of the tabernacle? Brother Lee brought out in his speaking, he showed us that the building, in man's view, always starts with a foundation and then the roof is put on last. But now we've seen today that it starts with the roof, which is entirely Christ, nothing of man. But when we get to the wall, we do see the believers are included. And these boards that make up the wall, they are standing boards of acacia wood overlaid with gold. These boards typify the believers, and the believers built together to be the dwelling place of God. You see a verse in uh, Ephesians that talks about our being built together in spirit. So this is a picture of the building of God, including and actually is the boards representing the believers, as we'll see. Therefore, we have the assurance to say that the tabernacle typifies not only the individual Christ, as in the roof and all the coverings, but also the corporate Christ, the same material that's in these boards, now is not just something that only typifies Christ, although it does typify Christ, yet not only Christ individually, but Christ corporately. So the same materials that are used in these boards are the ones used in the ark, which is a type of Christ individually. That is, acacia wood overlaid with gold. According to the natural life, we're not these boards. But something has happened that makes us these boards. According to natural life, we're something muddy. But according to our regeneration, it's a different story. The boards really are the enlargement and expansion or the extension of the ark. They're the same as the ark in substance with the two natures of wood and gold. This portrays the fact that we, the believers who are components of the wall of the tabernacle, are the enlargement of Christ, the expansion of Christ. So we see uh, these boards are really not only us, they are the components of the building. And we today are the components of the building of God's dwelling place. So we are the boards. And the boards are built together. They are really uh, acacia wood, which is uplifted humanity, and they are overlaid with gold, which is the divinity or the deity or the nature of God. We have a nature that's from God. And we are now depicted as these boards, which have another nature, which have another expression, the nature of God's nature and the expression of God's glory. You touched on uh, a point that we're going to spend more time now getting into a little further, this matter of the corporate Christ, and you used the word expansion and enlargement, and uh, those are the words we want to look at. Let's go back to Witness Lee. The wall is composed with all the believers. Is there any hint or is there any sign that Christ is involved in the wall? Yes. Yes. What are the hints? What are the signs? Yet tell me a case you will. And go. Okay. Why you say these are signs of Christ? You have to say 
This way, I'm not a piece of acacia wood. I'm a piece of what? I'm a piece of muddy thing. I'm so muddy. This is not just wood. This is acacia wood. Amen. A fine wood. A strong wood. And you have to say, I'm not a piece of gold. Or are you? You have to say, I'm neither acacia wood nor the gold. This is not I. But still, it is I. I'm a piece of the board. According to natural life, I am not it. But according to life in resurrection, it is I. Are you one of the boards? You have to say, in the past, I was not. Now, I am. In the past, you are clay. Now, you are a kiss of wood overlaid with gold. Amen. Not only Christ is involved here. This board in its two natures, acacia and gold. The boards in their two natures are the enlargement, the extension of the ark. Don't forget how the ark was built with acacia wood overlaid with gold. So you could see all the boards are exactly the same as the art in its substance. And its substance has two natures, the wooden and the golden. This is a picture showing the extension of the art, the enlargement of the art. That means we, the believers, who are the components, of the tabernacle wall are the enlargement of Christ and the extension of Christ. Have you ever heard that you are the extension of Christ? The Bible uses the word body. You all can see the body is the extension of my head. The body is the enlargement of me. If I don't have the enlargement, I'm a poor me without a body. So the head hanging there, the church is the body of the head. Christ is the head and we are the body. We are the enlargement of Christ. We are the continuation of Christ. We are the extension of Christ. We are the spread of Christ. So the enlargement, the extension of Christ, I'm a part of the corporate Christ. The corporate Christ covers the entire globe. Hallelujah. Amen. Francis, this term has come up before on our broadcast, the enlargement of Christ. When we use a term like this, I'd like to spend a little time that we could define what we mean, because it does sound strange to those who are not familiar with it. I appreciate the context in which it comes up today, uh, the boards of the wall of the tabernacle that we've heard Witness Lee talk about and that you spoke about a few minutes ago. How does this type show us the enlargement or expansion of Christ? And please start by defining what we mean. Why would Christ need to be enlarged? Well, in the type here, we see the tabernacle. And in the tabernacle, in the deepest part of the tabernacle, is the ark, which we have seen already. This is a picture of Christ himself individually. And this box, which is the ark, is acacia wood, which is a high-quality wood. 
which really represents the uplifted and perfect humanity of Christ. It's overlaid with gold, which is the deity of Christ. So you have an expression of God's glory in this ark, and you have the humanity of Christ also in this ark. So he's both acacia wood as his humanity and gold as his deity. Now, the tabernacle walls itself, which we have seen, represent the believers. That means that we're the same in nature and in substance as the ark. The boards are the same in nature and substance as the ark is, acacia wood and gold. And these boards represent the believers. That's the enlargement of Christ. He needs an enlargement to express all that he is. We do not have any part of Christ in the redemptive work, but we can say that we are part of Christ and share in Christ's testimony. We are joined to the witnessing Christ, and we have become his enlargement. So Christ not only is individual, but he's corporate, including all the believers. We have his nature. We are born of him. We are another being. We have God's very life and nature in us. I'm going to point out something that may be a little foretaste of where we're going in the next couple of days because it fits very well with what you just said. These boards are standing boards, and they're anchored at the base by these silver sockets. And we're going to see, obviously, in our coming broadcast, this silver represents this redemption of Christ, of which there's no acacia wood in the silver sockets. They're 100% silver. That's really Christ's portion. But the display, the testimony... The expression really needs the humanity, which is the acacia wood, and the gold, which is the divinity, mingled together, doesn't it? That's right, and we're solidly placed on the redemption of Christ. Well, let's go back to Witness Lee Francis for our final section today. When I was a uh, new convert, I uh, realized that I was saved. And I knew I was regenerated, but no realization. I didn't have this much knowledge that I became a piece of acacia wood. I was never knowledgeable that I was overlaid with gold. I realized I was saved. I should uh, do my best to glorify God. This thought was not bad. Realizing that you've been saved, desiring to bring glory to God, wonderful. But this kind of knowledge or this kind of teaching doesn't have any light in it, no enlightenment, just natural thought, natural idea, natural concept. Oh, I was a sinner. Now I got saved. I was for hell. Now I'm for heaven. So I should behave myself to glorify God. It's natural, no light. You should realize that you are not only saved, but you were regenerated. There is a change in nature of your being. A new substance was put into our being. So we began to have a new being. This new being is nothing less than Christ. This new being is the acacia wood overlaid with gold. And this new being is the enlargement of the ark. You were fallen, but now 
you have not only been saved, but changed in nature, changed in your being. In your new being are two wonderful natures. The uplifted human nature. That's the acacia wood. And then the overlying divine nature. That's gold. We all have such a new being, they are saying. If you don't have such a new being, you are not my brother. You are neither my sister. And you are not children of God. You are still children of the devil. Because you are a new being. So you are children of God. Having these two natures. The wooden nature, acacia. The golden nature, gold. Salvation has changed you. Amen. Salvation has made you Amen. a new being. Amen. I can testify this. We are human beings. But we live a life in a marvelous, excellent way. That is the divine nature expressed in our humanity. And this is the overlaying gold. I like these three English words. God, gold, gold. They are very close. It's a take of one O, that's God. You take out the L, that's God. What is gold? God. And what is gold? God. Hallelujah. If you are a good man, you must be a God man. If you are a good man, you must be a God man. You are a piece of acacia wood, not expressing self, but the gold, overlaying it. Is acacia wood, but overlaid with gold. You are a man, but what people see in you is something higher. Let's go. Francis, the thought that most of us have after our salvation is that we were sinners, but now we're saved. Of course, we were destined for hell, and now we're bound for heaven. We don't disagree with this thought, Francis. Uh, but we do often tell people that this concept, though correct, is still somewhat shallow, much more shallow than the entire divine thought that the Bible conveys. What's the deeper revelation that Scripture holds for us here, rather than just being saved to go to heaven? Well, I believe that many people are like I was for years, and that is we had the idea that God gave us eternal life as a gift, something actually from him, but not really him himself. But we have to realize and see the crucial thing that when we were saved and regenerated, a change took place in our being. We were fallen, and we were sinking lower and lower. But when we believed into Christ, he came into us, and we became buoyant. We became uplifted. We experienced a change in nature, for a new element was added into our being. This element is nothing less than Christ himself in his life and in his nature. So through generation, we become acacia wood overlaid with gold. So there's more to our being saved than just to have a gift uh, like a ticket to go someplace to be accepted into a heavenly mansion. No, God's intention is to put himself into us 
to make us one with himself in life and in nature and for us to be an expansion of who he is. So as Christians, we've not only saved, but also changed in our nature and our being. Within us, we have the uplifted human nature signified by the acacia wood, and we have the overlaying divine nature signified by the gold. All those who have been chosen by God and regenerated by him have these two natures, acacia wood and gold. Francis, many have the thought that as we're saved, what changes is our destination. But what we're seeing, I think, over and over in these life study programs, and very graphically with this picture of the acacia wood overlaid with gold, far more changes in us than just our destination, doesn't it? True. Now, through regeneration, we have become a different person. And this is typified, as far as our humanity is concerned, by the acacia wood. Acacia wood is a uplifted, strong, solid wood. It really is the humanity of Christ. But we've been infused with another nature, with another life. So it's not a matter of just changing destiny, it's changing beings. You know, Brother Lee mentioned in this uh, message that he liked three words, God, good, and gold. And he said, uh, if you take the O out of good, you've got God. And if you take the L out of gold, you've got God. So really, we are made suitable for God's purpose to build us together to be a mingling of God and man. And that's not something about going someplace. That's something about being someone. We're going on in the picture of the boards of the tabernacle in the next couple of days. So please join us for that. Once again, I'd like to thank Francis Paul for being with us, and thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee produced by Living Stream Ministry. You can now enjoy titles by Watchman Nee and Witness Lee on your computer, tablet, or smartphone. Visit lsm.org slash ePublications to find all that Living Stream has available. We support Kindle, Nook, iSilo, and ePub formats, which means you can enjoy this ministry on all kinds of PC and Mac devices. Many of our publications are also available on Amazon.com and at iTunes. But to see everything we have to offer, visit our website at lsm.org slash ePublications. Thanks for listening today.